Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Dr. Amanda. Now, she's the founder of NFA, and she considers herself a money healer because she's gone from being on government assistance, food stamps, to six figures herself. Dr. Amanda helps you work less and earn more. Now, today we're discussing money blocks, the conversation you should have with yourself, and the morning routine that you should have to create and attract more financial wealth. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Hey, Brantney. Thanks for having me on. I'm so psyched to be here. I am so happy to have you here because you have this really interesting background. And most of the time, we're all about getting right into the nitty gritty and everything and just going right in and doing the actionable steps. But we cannot let your story go undiscussed. We have got to discuss. Okay, so just four years ago, you were on food stamps to six figures. How in the heck does that happen? Yeah, sometimes I surprise myself and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and I look back, I think something that's amazing for people to take away right away uh, and just right when I start talking is to remember that really small steps every day that are intentional lead to huge results at the end of the year even. And so for me, it started really relationship fallout. So I had ended my 15 year marriage having an affair and then my next relationship wasn't working out. And I was, I had been going to see this free counselor and she said, you got to go on food stamps because I had three kids. I was in grad school and I was facing not knowing where I was going to live during this breakup. And so I was sitting on the floor crying one night, looking at the empty basement because my boyfriend had just moved out and I was just a wreck. Really. I was, I I felt really hopeless. I felt really victim-minded where I felt like the world's against me and I don't know how to fix this. And so I was, I was crying and I was feeling sorry for myself. And I sat up and I had this flash. What is the common denominator here in all of the experiences I'm having? And I realized it was me. And so I had this moment where I was like, you know what? I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be a different person who can have an incredible relationship and get it and stop these money problems. And so what it led me to was podcasts because I was super busy already in my life. And so podcasts were amazing because I could double speed them. I could listen to them multitasking. Like I would be washing the dishes and listening to podcasts and driving my kids to school, listening to podcasts, walking to my classes, listening to podcasts. And I started to download all this information into my brain and implement it. And it started to work. And I simultaneously, I think the world works in a a really magical way. My department that I was earning my PhD in had this 
inter, it had this national news fallout where professors were leaving, people were stressed. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I want to be a professor anymore, which was what I was on track for. And so I noticed that all of the podcasts I was listening to were by coaches. And I thought, you know what? I could be a coach. I could take my love of teaching and create huge impact in the world and make more money than I ever had the possibility of making as a professor. And so I decided when I finished my degree to take the leap and become an entrepreneur. And I started just going to networking events and coaching people. And in my first year of business, I went six figures. Wow. Okay. That is amazing. And what is even better is the fact that it didn't really matter. And this is what I love. A lot of times we, we think that, oh, okay, if we've got to go on food stamps or we need, or we need a little help or something like that, that that means that our mind has to be the same. And it has to be something that is governmental generated that we're, that we have to be cookie cutter and we can't create our own happiness. Now I have to say that so many of us have money blocks, but we don't even know that we have money blocks. Let's talk about money blocks and what those are. Yeah. Something I want to respond to before that is uh, it's so important what you're saying. I, I did have a lot of shame around being on food stamps and because no one around me was on food stamps. It was mm-hmm. a, in the community I lived in at the time, it was a very wealthy community. And so I felt really negatively comparing myself to the people around me and, and very, you know, I felt like a failure in a lot of ways. And simultaneously, I realized I'm the only person who can get myself out of this. And so in a certain way, the food stamps really drove me out of shame and embarrassment in some ways at first. I was like, I don't want this reality anymore. I want to be different. And of course, since then, I've learned a lot about our unconscious limiting beliefs around money blocks and how they drive us in certain ways, but it doesn't feel good. So what I specialize in is helping entrepreneurs feel good about making money mm-hmm. and eliminate their money blocks or, and actually break through them. And then they'll come again in a different version. And then you learn the tools to break through them again. So for people listening, you have a money block if you don't feel good about money. Mm-hmm. And I've had people say to me, I make a lot of money. I feel good about money. And then when I dig into talking to them, they're like, oh my God, I didn't realize this. And that's because if the way that you make money stresses you out, the way that you spend money stresses you out. You have the belief that you've got to work really hard to make money. You believe you're never going to be as wealthy as other people, or you believe you're too wealthy compared to other people. Like these are a lot of the money blocks that come up for people. And it causes things like imposter syndrome and burnout and working way too hard and sales fears. So it really shows up in, if we're looking at career advancement, it can look at you creating a glass ceiling for yourself that you can't surpass because you have a conditioned money set point that you can't seem to break through. Yes. Yes. You know what? It's so amazing that so many people tell us, and we know this for ourselves, that we should make statements that encourage ourselves and that we should say different things and have I am statements. There's something that a lot of us do wrong when we have those statements. How do we fall short on those statements that we say? A lot of times I am going to attract this or I'm going to do that, but we fall short. What are we doing wrong? Yeah, that's a great question. The problem there is what I call competing commitments. So what happens is that 95% of us is run by our unconscious and only 5% of us by our conscious. So we can consciously say, I am an amazing money maker and I want to break through to six figures. But then our unconscious 95% of us believes I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do it. I'm not sure if I'll ever get there. I'm a failure. I'm embarrassed to promote myself. And that battles against your desire. And so these affirmations can train your 
your brain in a new direction, there's got to be enough buy-in from your unconscious. And so what I tell people to do when they're setting affirmations, which I absolutely, my first book I'm writing right now, it's called, I am a money magnet, the top 30 money-making mantras to manifest more. You've got to have some buy-in. And and so you've got to start with affirmations that your brain can believe and that your subconscious can believe. So let's say that you're right now not making the money you want to make and you feel stressed out at work. Instead of going, I'm I'm going to become a multi-millionaire entrepreneur, which you might might not believe yet, you could say, I am on my way to building an ever-growing business, or I am taking action to build a successful business. So you could say something that is actually true that trains your brain in the direction of making more and more of that happen. So most people, when they're thinking about, let's say, manifestation, the law of attraction, or just creating what they want, what they don't realize is that they're focusing on all the negative aspects and affirmations. They think, oh, that'll get me out of it. But because they're actually subconsciously focusing on the lack and the scarcity and the fear, that's what gets created more of because what you focus on expands. So consciously or unconsciously. So let's say you're focusing on, I got to pay off my debt. What your brain is focusing on is debt. So we want to be focused in the direction we want to go. So instead of focusing on your debt, you want to focus on, I am building my wealth. I am dedicated, committed, inspired to build my wealth. I take action every day to make more money. I'm becoming more conscious about how to be empowered financially. All those things are focusing you on the direction you want to go instead of focusing on the debt. Yes. Yes. I think that is so powerful because one of the things that I noticed that we do We don't believe it. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because we don't believe certain things, but we're telling ourselves this is possible. But at the same time, we're like, okay, I have so much debt or I have, there's no way I'm getting there. So I love the fact that you say, don't focus on the problem, basically focus on the solution and keep reiterating the solution instead of this is where you currently are. Think of where you want to be. Because yeah. it's really hard to be a multimillionaire when you are barely keeping on the lights to, to exactly. self there. And your brain instantly triggers. You're full of crap. You're <laughs> full of it. Come on. That's not true. And so you want to say things that are on the way. And what you'll notice is the more you train your brain in that direction, you're actually reprogramming and rewiring your brain. And then you can start to have bigger and bigger affirmations that manifest bigger and bigger things. But you would never want to go from the, the easiest example, let's say is someone going I'm a couch potato and I want to run a marathon because I want to be fit. And then the first day they're like, I'm going to run a marathon and they go out to run and they can't even run a mile without stopping. And they're, and instantly their brain goes, you're never going to be able to do this. And so instead of that, you would start by going, okay, a long-term vision I have is to run a marathon because I want to be really fit. Let's start with a 5k and break that down into smaller steps. And then once I run the 5k, okay, now let's do a half marathon. Okay. Let's do that. It's same with money. Yes. 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 And you, it's so funny, Amanda, you have no idea how close it actually was me, except for it was a half marathon. And I literally went from couch to half marathon in five and a half weeks, but I only did it with zero. Like I'd never ran that. I can remember over a mile at one time. Uh-huh. And the way that I did it was I didn't focus on anything else, but that one step that was in front of me, that one step, I'm going to run as long as I can for a minute. And that's where I'm going. And then the next thing was, okay, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to run as long as I can for another minute. And before I knew it in five and a half weeks, I had, and I only thought, Hey, I just want to finish it. I just want to finish it. I don't care if I walk majority of the time, my goal was to run it, but what if I just walked the whole time? At least I got through it. I ran the whole time and got through it because of just what you're saying, 
it's that mindset. And it's just removing that block that's saying you can't do this, but you know what? You can take this next step and you can take this next step. So it was a great point that you made there. And I just wanted to say, I happen to be a living uh, testimony for what you're, for what you're saying. I was just going to say, awesome. Like what an incredible accomplishment that is. A lot of people don't see it that way. And so it's like trying to chew uh, the bite of a whole elephant, right? So we go, oh, I've got this huge elephant project and I'm going to eat it all at once. And so just going, okay, one bite at a time. And so in your training, it sounds like a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that in five and a half weeks, if, depending on their love, physical health, but it's possible. And so it's similar to how I created a six figure business in a year. I just did one step at a time and I kept taking daily consistent action and it led to big results at the end of the year. So there were times in the middle of that year, I thought there's no way I'm going to make it. I don't know. And I just kept faithfully taking action and faithfully taking action and training my mindset in a direction and following it up with action. And it happened. And it's because I was dedicated. I was consistent. I was repetitive and that led to big results. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, stepping back to my situation, because I'm going to ask you a deeper question dealing with that. My situation, I was able to keep pushing because I actually used an app and I used an app that would go for a minute and then it'll say, okay, you can stop. And then I was able to do that. So that kind of helped me keep going because I had guidance. What did you use to help guide you to know that you were going the right direction and that you just weren't going full head to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. At first it was through podcasts, to be honest, it was really like a lot of learning and listening through podcasts and books and audiobooks. And then as I up-leveled my mindset there, I started going to workshops and then I would meet other people who were of like mine and we would create little masterminds. And then I started paying to go to workshops and then I started paying for mentors and coaches. And so it was that up-leveling because I know not everybody is either willing to commit to investing in themselves at a high level coaching level. And some people literally can't, like when I was on food stamps and I didn't have access to credit cards, I couldn't have purchased a coach. Like I, I couldn't. So I was like, okay, what can I do? You always want to be asking yourself, what can I do? There is an unlimited amount of information out there to help you master yourself on YouTube for free on podcasts for free <laughs> through audio. You can even get audiobooks from the library now for free. So there's never the excuse. Oh, I can't afford to find a mentor, a $12 book can change your life. So it's, but it's about you deciding that you're going to implement what you're learning and that you're going to take action on it. And then what will happen is you start to magnetize mentors your way and you start to up level. And now it's like, I spend a lot of money on incredible consultants and coaches, and I would never stop that because it helps me accelerate my growth. You are so right. Now you also have something that you say is your secret weapon or your one trick that could help nearly anyone acquire financial success. And that is in your morning routine. Can you tell us what that looks like? Yeah. And I'll say why the morning routine is so important. It's because you're focused on energetic alignment. So you can never compensate through hard work, what you're missing in in energetic alignment. And what that means is that if you feel like crap, when you wake up in the morning and you have a negative mindset and you go through the day with that, you are making your work 10 times harder. Mm. So every morning without fail, I have my morning routine that I practice to get my energy aligned. And then my day so smoothly. And so included in my morning routine is always reading. So personal growth and development based reading, something that's helping me master my mind, master my business, master my money, build my relationships, anything that's helping me nurture my confidence and my self-love and my self-growth. I do that kind of reading. And then I journal and I often do scripting type 
type of journaling. Sometimes I do self-reflective journaling. Sometimes I do planning journaling. I meditate and it's, and those things keep me energetically aligned. And then when I'm done, everything in my day flows really well. I'm more magnetic. It raises my energetic frequency, which then attracts opportunities your way. So you don't have to work so hard. And one of my main mantras for 2021 was work. Uh, it was work less, make more work less, make more, have fun. So how do you do that? You got to start with the having fun. You've got to be having fun in the moment, because remember you can never get what you want doing what you don't want to do. So if you're designing a life, you hate, you're making everything in your life really hard. Yes. I would ask you to, to repeat that, but because we're listening to it, because this is a podcast, you guys need to rewind that and listen to that again. Yeah. It, it's amazing because people, they don't realize it when we're so used to being addicted to stress yes. that we don't, it's uncomfortable to feel flow. I work with people a lot on this. They'll come to me and they'll say, I created some white space in my calendar. And instantly I got freaked out and started adding more stuff to the plate. And so something that I've really been playing with is, Ooh, I want to have a life and a business where I have a lot of white space on my calendar because I get to be in creative fun flow. Now what happens in that white space, I'm still playing with building my business. It's just really fun because it doesn't feel obligatory. It doesn't feel like I have to, it doesn't feel like I'm always overbooked and overscheduled. And so these are pivots that I've made over the course of, I'm in my fourth year of business in 2022, where every year I've made more money, I've worked less and I've had more fun. And that's what I love to teach people to do because people create prisons out of their business and we don't want that. So how have you been able to do that? How have you actually been able to make more and work less? I will say it's what I'm talking about with, in terms of alignment. And so everything I do a drop ad list, this is a really awesome practical strategy that people can do immediately right now. So take a piece of paper, split it in two. And on the left side, write love to on the top. Like I love to activities. So love to, and these are things you're going to add more of to your schedule mm-hmm. on the right side, hate to, or don't like doing. And these are the things you're going to start to either drop, automate, or delegate. And you want to be doing this regularly. You want to be thinking, okay, what did I spend my time, energy, and money on this week? And what did I love doing that brought me inspiration and joy? And what did I hate doing that made me feel less energy and just, ugh, I don't like my business or my life or my career. And you want to, on the ad side, keep doing more of that every day. And what happens is because what you focus on expands when you're in joy, you create more joy. Okay. So then on the drop side, you're going to write next to everything you wrote down that you don't enjoy doing. You're going to decide, is this something I can drop that's unnecessary? And it's just something people have told me I should be doing, but I don't really need to be doing it. Or is it something I can automate through a system? Or is it something I can delegate through finding somebody else who can do it up to 80% as well as I do for way less money? What this does is helps you live in your zone of genius. And zone of genius is where you're most magnetic and life feels really good. I love this conversation. Now, what about, now, of course, we always have those like me that's out there that's, you know what? I don't necessarily love this. I don't necessarily hate this. It's in the middle. Is there middle market or do you, should you push it over to love? It could be on the hate side. Hate is a strong word. So yeah, people could go to like really polarize, like love and hate, or uh-huh. you could go to enjoy. And mm, it's like, I don't, it's not my favorite thing to do. Uh-huh. And so on that not favorite, you could put, I would prioritize the list and I would go, what are the things that I dislike the most? And those are the ones you want to immediately take care of. And then lower on your list, the maybes, the kind of, that's, it's okay. Those are ones that you want to be forecasting in the future to go, okay, pr- as soon as possible, I'm going to start shifting these to drop, automate, or delegate. Because here's gotcha. the thing, 
I want people to have the daydream and create the reality where they live 100%. There's when you do that, you delegate and drop and automate everything away that you don't enjoy doing. If it's not a love to, it's a no. And then your life gets really fun. Yes, yes. I am enjoying this conversation so much. I, I cannot tell you how informative I believe that this will be to our listeners. Now, tell me, tell us, let us know how we can do things to actually attract let's just say a mindset that keeps growing and keeps going. Because the thing is that sometimes we start our day and we have these great affirmations. What do you do to convince yourself to continue to say those affirmations every day? Do you force yourself to do it? Or do you feel like it all the time? I love, you said so many words in there that were really important. Like anytime you're forcing yourself to do anything, you can't get what you want doing what you hate to do. Yes. So always remember that first. Like when you're in force, you are creating resistance for yourself. Mm -hmm. You ask the question, how do you attract the mindset? You don't attract the mindset. Your mindset attracts what you want. So you are the creator of your reality through you first becoming aligned. And then you attract everything you want your way because you raise your vibrational frequency to match that which you say you want. And, And the interesting thing is your emotions are what attract. So if you're in a place of dislike, frustration, stuckness, shame, resentment, frustration, that's what you're emitting. That's what you're attracting. And so you've got to, you've got to play with aligning yourself first. Mm -hmm. So everyone has it backwards. They think, Oh, once I get success in my business, then I'll be happy. Once Mm -hmm. I make more money, then I'll be happy. Once I make more money, I'll start paying off my debt and saving and investing. It's the other way around. You do it now. And then you attract more of what you're doing in the So true. So true. This is such a great conversation. (laughs) This is what brings us to one of my favorite portions of the show, which is called the mentoring moment segment. And this is just where I fire off a thought provoking question that just helps us get a deeper knowledge of mentoring from you. And so if you were to have the opportunity to post on a worldwide billboard, what would your message be? That's such a fun one. I love this. (laughs) I would post, remember, you are the creator of your reality. Okay. What you focus on expands Mm -hmm. and your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you don't like what you're getting on the outside, you've got to change what's within. So powerful. Yes. Thank you so much for that message. You have been just like a wealth of, it's like fire packed, just <laughs> information. So thank you so much. Now we're going to have your information listed in the show notes. However, everybody's going to want to know how to get in touch with you. Where are your favorite places to be found? I love hanging out on YouTube and Instagram. So okay. if everyone goes to NFA, which is for no effing around money, so NFA money on YouTube, NFA money on Instagram. And if they go to nfamoney.com, they'll find all kinds of awesome resources free and paid for from me. I have a money blocks profile that helps people in under two minutes understand their highest money mindset block. And so that's at moneyblocksprofile.com. Okay. Thank you so much for all of your value. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me on. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.